Who gives a shit what you believe? In 30 seconds, you'll be dead, and I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes. Yes, it is the 151st episode of the Science Fiction Rating System. My name is Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Um, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Looking forward to this one. Good, good. And I'm also joined by a <laughs> desperately masticating uh, Sam Draper, who is uh, chewing... He, he bit some nougat. See, this is... We didn't. We used to never do video, and now we're doing video. And it is good. I do love the video, but it, it, it does... Uh, in my defence... Oh, that was a big bit you bit off. It was. In my defence, I'm on like a fasting diet, and I fast between 8 at night and 12 in the next day, so... I've got to get wow. this new guy in right now, otherwise I can't eat till you know. <laughs> why are you on? Uh, this is, I mean, this is a segue. But why are you on a fasting diet then? I've got fat. I want to lose some weight. Oh, okay. I'm too lazy yeah. to do any proper exercise. I do a bit of exercise and then just fast for 16 hours a day. Works really well. well. It's working well. Okay. Well, there you go. Dieting advice from uh, science fiction rating system. <laughs> Normally we rate films. There's some dieting advice. Uh, anyway, we're here, as I said, to rate some films. And uh, now we're 150 years old. We've got this new concept where every film is going to be linked tenuously hmm. to the last. Uh, and the last film was Back to the Future. And I think we did it by saying Back to the Future's theme was Alan Silvestri. Yep. Alan Silvestri did the theme to Predator. Predator stars Arnie. Arnie's in Total Recall. We need to do uh, like a, a, a max number of steps, don't we? Like maybe like three steps yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, 150 steps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So here we are with Total Recall, uh, another big film. Um, mm. we're, we've done a lot of Verhoeven, uh, which is good. Mm. Um, is this the last Verhoeven we can do, folks? Surely not. Maybe it? it's getting near. We've done Robocop, we've done Starship Troopers. Uh, haven't done Showgirls yet, have we? Haven't, no, we haven't done Showgirls yet, no. Um, anyway, so yes, we're here with Total Recall, uh, directed by Paul Verhoeven, 1990. Uh, inspired by the Philip K. Dick short story, We Can Remember It For You Wholesale. Um, you're the you're the reader amongst us. Is it How much like that is it, Sam? Well... It's quite a lot like it, to be honest. It's quite a, oh, okay. quite a lot like it. The only difference is that the the, the K. Dick book ends with there's like another layer of this dream in that like um, I think I remember this correctly in that like he uh, Quaid wakes up again and he's like, oh, when I was a kid, I had this dream about how there were all these tiny little aliens that came and took over Earth, like these little miniature aliens, and then right. uh, and but it was this weird dream like the oh, miniature Martians. That was it, I think. And then they're like, oh yeah, and that was real. And they all get invaded by miniature aliens at the end of the book. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they cut that That's bit out. But other than that, I think yeah. it's pretty pretty faithful, I think, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Plot-wise, for those that don't know, I've got my little... Uh, I've gone back to writing my synopsis again. Nice. So I'll get, a, uh, I'll get a synopsis rating from Chris, hopefully. I was nicking them from uh, IMDb, but I was like, no, have some pride. Uh, Douglas Quay dreams of Mars every night so when he sees the opportunity to take a virtual holiday there using a company called Recall he jumps at the chance however it soon turns out there is more in Quaid's mind than anyone expected from this point on his life is turned upside down and his dreams start to become reality mm. was that alright Chris? yeah uh, yeah it's good good thank you um the, the screenplay for this has been kicking around for was kicking around for a very 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 long time mm. uh dan o'bannon and ronald shusit who did alien wrote this before alien uh or they ronald had the initial shusit sorry yes sorry uh yeah so they had they had the rights to the philip k dick story uh, while he was still alive in fact mm. and they couldn't find uh, a backer for the project so it drifted into development hell uh, for, and there were approximately forty drafts of this script written before it kind of went to, uh, it got to where it got to, uh, and also some weird directors uh, associated with it. But we'll get to that. Um, and also, it's kind of credited. I don't know if you think this. I think I feel like this. It's one of they say it's one of the blockbusters, one of the last blockbusters that used miniatures and 
CG. CGI. Yeah. It had a bit of both. You don't know, Chris? Chris is shaking his head. No? You don't think it. so? It's one of the, it's one of the uh, birth of that, isn't it? It's like Ghostbusters 2. It's the one they're on the, the, the brink You know the it. film with the most miniatures in by a factor of probably 10? Mm. Lord of the Rings. Any of the film. Lord of the Rings. Uh, episode 1. Oh, really? Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I think what well. this film is, though, it, this and this and Ghostbusters two are the start of CG being in a big way, aren't they? In films, it's like that that late that early nineties bit. You've got yeah. Tron that's an outlier, but like that's a big difference in Ghostbusters the one CG and two. CG in this though is really only like um, it's it, yeah, it's the like extra paintings machine. and stuff, yeah. right? And then these yeah. little like just trick shots, yeah, like the skeletons and the. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not much, but yeah. Um, when for you guys, when was the last time you saw Total Recall, Chris? Probably about five years ago, maybe. Oh, it's a bit of a while. Yeah. Okay, how about you, Sam? I watched it when the the remake came out. So when when oh. that was, was that about five years ago as well, maybe. I don't know what year that was. Twenty. Oh, no, that was about ten years ago. Was it? Yeah, twenty twelve, maybe that. Yeah. I don't right, know. Yeah. It's a while. Because they think they released watched... it around then, didn't they? And I watched it when yeah, it back out again. There was a Blu-ray release, definitely, which I watched uh, and reviewed for my website. So I'd seen it. I feel like I've seen it recently. But uh, as I said to Chris off air, it still it somehow manages to be a more crazy film than you remember it being. Yeah. There's stuff in there that you just don't remember and, until you see it. I think. Um, the, I think the thing is that some bits of it are so heavily like memed and gift. Mm. Yeah. And and even like in your mind as a kid, like his eyes popping out and the one with the three tits are such yeah. like big images that the rest of it kind of goes in the background isn't it behind the bits like that yeah. yeah um we start with the credits i didn't remember the credits they're really weird aren't they straight off the bat yeah. there's some really weird credits uh great music though very good jerry goldsmith score yes uh yeah and it's uh and we see mars and it's yes one of the big effects which this effect kind of scarred me when i watched this mm, is the whole when they come out they're in the the him and the the, the woman uh whose name i forget uh, she is melina uh they're in mars and they somehow they, they get out on the surface and then arnie's eyes all start like bulging out and his tongue and everything and it is Gross, and it still. I thought it still looks quite good. I thought. Have you got a memory of his head exploding? Yeah, and me. But it doesn't happen, yeah. does it? No, it doesn't happen. But that's just that's your childhood brain, brain making things. It. Yeah, worse. this wouldn't particularly uh, happen. Oh yeah, science science is up on this one. What would happen if you fell into Mars with no helmet on? You just. Um, it's just a lower. It'd be like space, but like to a lesser degree. You like you wouldn't. It's just a little bit too violent, what's going on there. Okay. Would it be a slow process or a fast process? It's as long as you can hold your breath. Oh, okay. And okay. then added to that a bit of the bends, you know, like decompression. Um, so way less dramatic than your eyes going Yeah, like, this, is, this is kind of very graphic. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's straight off the bat. You know, you're watching a Verhoeven film. <laughs> you do yeah. because of how <laughs> gross it is straight yeah, away. Yeah. yeah. Um, he loves a blood pack. Yeah, he loves that. Uh, <laughs> but Arnie wakes up, uh, and it's all a dream, and he's in bed with Sharon Stone, who's his wife, uh, and she says, your dreams of Mars, they're getting to be an obsession. So uh, he keeps dreaming of Mars. Uh, and they have this kind of weird, uh, sexy fight, um, and then they have sex. And I read in a DVD commentary, Paul Verhoeven said uh, he wanted Sharon Stone to show more skin hmm. in that. Uh, and then he, he he allegedly, in his words, got her back while shooting Basic Instincts. Um, the interesting thing is to coincide oh with this film's release. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. To coincide with this film's release, Sharon Stone posed nude for Playboy. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that was a fuck you to him as well. She's like, I'll do it yeah. here, not for you. Poorly yeah, I'll make the money. It. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe she just got a lot more money. Um, when you see Arnie's house. I thought this was... We've seen a lot of films set in the future, and mm. I was thought of Demolition Man. His flat doesn't look that futuristic at all. Mm. Well, he is it? probably low class, because he is, his job is basically Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> this has got that... You know his future house? We've watched a lot of films yeah. where the idea of a future TV screen is you get a TV, you build it into yeah. a big, long cabinet, so it looks like a flat screen, it's not, it's not, and you turn it on yeah. its side, so you've got, like... yeah. 
the wrong yeah. uh, and that's it to feature that's TV fish, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. until the screen in the wall comes and he's got like a it's like listen, it's that the whole wall turns into the like at the outside mm. a big window yeah. or like a, a nice view that was mm. uh, before that I was like his flat just looks really normal I just didn't think it looked it looks like a, at all. like a Japanese room doesn't it it's got weird like clothy yeah. sort of looking walls you know, I think I think that would be pretty believable yeah what was just yeah. as, as a futuristic room yeah. Would you live there? Would you live for... there, Chris? Sorry? Would you live there? Do you like it? Uh, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't be digging rocks out of the ground like he does <laughs> as a job. <laughs> like Yeah. So you think it's social re- they would go for social realism in and what that. Job, uh, what's her job? I don't say. Minder. Just, just being being she's hot. Like a tennis yeah, she's like stripper or something. <laughs> I don't know. Tennis, like, not a tennis coach. Yeah, yeah, tennis champion. I don't know. Um Weirdly, oh, she's a secret agent, isn't she? It, sorry, yeah, yeah, she is a secret agent. Yeah, but, but not, like, not, not as not, far as he knows. Oh, he's no. cover, I'm cover right. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I forgot that bit of it. Yeah. Um, weirdly, when he goes out and we see the metro station and all that, I thought that actually did look quite futuristic. And that is in fact in Mexico City. It's a uh, it's a subway station in Mexico, um, and it's all pretty much looks exactly like that. They just changed a few of the signs and stuff. And put so, massive uh, CRTV TVs on every well, one of yes. the uh, things, which is... Yes, yeah. yes. And also we get the, uh, again, I do remember this. The, it, it's a film that I remember the special effects most about. Um, mm. The next big effect is this great, huge X-ray screen. That I just still think that looked really cool. I mean, I, I was watching like a yeah, I did quite as well. high Blu-ray version of it. It looked good, didn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Like it's just a, a simple. Oh, he's, Chris is shaking his, his head. <laughs> it's a simple effect, but it's a cool effect, don't you think? You can like, tell. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cool effect, but you can tell like it goes from real person to animated, like because they didn't they didn't yeah. do like any motion capture. No, 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 no. It is animated. Then. Yeah, because you can just tell the skeletons can't walk. No, like, that's true. Um, the match is quite good though. Like he pops out the right time. Time. Yeah, so he yeah, did quite I mean, a good job yeah. on it. I mean, that's what what you'd expect, really, right? But you would, but plenty of films don't manage that, do they? <laughs> so, no. Yeah. Well, it's clever. Um, it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool. It's it's a very real world. Concept. I'm sure they'll do something like that in the future in airports. It, it does feel like why not? You know, it um, seems. But it, what what I get like they're really badly set up for when someone does have a gun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As we show, as we see later on, it doesn't yeah. seem to stop you having a gun. No. It just, it just shows you having it, yeah, and and sounds an alarm. It doesn't, yeah. you know, yeah. It doesn't and you can jump you through out. the whole thing, which must cost millions <laughs> as well. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very interesting no, future, good. isn't it? Hmm. I like the um, CG of the, her changing nails and and you know the oh in recall, yeah, yeah. Although, didn't you think that's funny because it was like it was like a trackpad, wasn't it? Yeah. And it, don't you think that's funny that that's like an old-fashioned view of future technology? That it wouldn't just be a pen; it had to, it was still somehow attached it had to, be to a something. Thing. Yes, yeah. You know that was I thought that was yeah. Well, I suppose um, if, you, Chris... if, you, if you showed an Apple pencil though to someone in the eighties, they'd think mm. it's just a pencil, wouldn't they? They wouldn't know it's a uh... true. Mm. Yeah, true. You need the wire to clear it into being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Um, as Chris perfectly summed up, Arnie is basically Fred Flintstone and works on a construction site. Um, and the concept, <laughs> which doesn't really, like in a socio-economic sense, in terms of the future, no, it doesn't make much sense, does it? No. What are they doing? What are they are they still building things like that? Don't they have robots? I mean, they have Johnny Cabs. Why don't robots do this job? Also, the the idea that he's foreman, he's like also in on the conspiracy. Yeah. Like that guy is how long has he committed to do that job for? Work on a construction <laughs> site? Yeah, just to keep someone. Wouldn't it be easy just to kill just him? To kill him? Yeah. Uh, no, because they need the body, don't they? He wants his body back. Oh, we need to reactivate the the yeah. evil Arnie from his past life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the concept of Quaid as a buff construction worker was, in fact, Arnie's idea. Uh, in the in the earlier draft, yeah, well, in the earlier drafts, he was called Quail, which is what the name in the book is, I think. Oh, I and he Quaid. was an what? I thought he was called Quaid in the book, but oh. no. Qu- oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I've got. No, you're probably Quaid. right. So I was to read it, but yeah. yeah. Uh, he was described as an average-looking accountant type, and in fact, at one point, Patrick Swayze was signed to play him. 
Uh, pre-production was done in Australia with Driving Miss Daisy director Bruce Beresford mm. uh, in, you know, in there to do it. Uh, however, Dino De Laurentiis' company went bankrupt and that's when Arnie heard about the script and persuaded Caracol or whatever it is to buy it and yeah. get him into it. So that's how it finally See, this would have made more sense if his body type was like Danny DeVito or something. <laughs> really just awful looking yeah i would love total recall two twins (laughs) twins recall yeah yeah (laughs) total twin call (laughs) in fact that former looks a bit like dan devito doesn't he that could be yeah he does yeah yeah um plot wise this is where arnie finds out about recall and because he's obsessed with mars as sharon stone has pointed out he thinks i'm going to go off and get myself a uh virtual holiday what the use of adverts, like in a lot of yes. Fairhaven films. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's Advertising is key. It's a great little, th- the whole like, recall, recall, recall. It's yeah. a good little theme, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know how um, Arnie's thing of Mars is, is quite childlike? Yeah. How much of that do you think is Arnie's inability to act and how much of that is a character thing? Yeah, that's true. It comes across as quite I, simple, doesn't he? But I always think of him like, you know, is this just because he's been, he's been asked to do more than just shout one lines at people or is it that he's doing something quite good here is he accidentally accidentally acting well you know what I mean like I think I mean I think he had a lot of sway so if he says the character talks like that I think the character talks like that don't you think (laughs) at this point I mean this is at the height of his career isn't it we're talking like big money oh yes big money Arnie at this point um would you guys get a virtual holiday instead of I mean it's at the moment during lockdown I assume it's a lot cheaper yeah Virtual holiday sounds quite a good idea at the moment. It does. What would you... Uh... Uh, but, well, until you'd like... Yes, but I don't think this holiday... If it, if, it's, if it is a dream and it is a holiday, mm. it doesn't seem much fun to me, what he goes through. No, but you, the, a normal experience would just be that you have this and yeah, you but, remember it really well. Right. Yes, but you could argue that the whole film is, is a dream, couldn't you? Yes, mm. you can. In which yeah, case, totally. I don't want that. I don't want to go through what he goes through in this film. I just like, I'd like to go like mm. just on a beach somewhere. That'd be nice, but but yeah, you but could... he wanted the extra package. The special were... package, yeah. Well, yes, it if was you... upsold basically. Yeah. If you get the ego trip, you can be a millionaire. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not being sexist. I'm assuming this was the male choices of what you can be. Mm. You could be a millionaire playboy, sports hero, industrial tycoon, or secret agent. Mm. Right. So. I mean, you don't have to be a secret agent. I just, you can I just st- be a rich person. I still feel like the secret agent fantasy you'd be expecting would be something a bit more glamorous than what Arnie goes through in this yeah, film. Yeah, I mean, I'd want like Casino Royale style, yeah. not like some shithole on Mars. Yeah. If if you could have that, would you do a recall yes. thing? Yeah. I yeah. think I, I think I would. Oh yeah, the nice version. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or would you rather go to Mars? I think I'd like to see a breakdown scene by scene of what was going to happen before we went through to months of it. I'd like to say, yeah, I'd like to have more control of what was going to happen than, rather than just going, okay. yeah, this is basically what's going to happen. I mean, the only so control it, he gets is saying, like, do you like brunettes or blondes, isn't it? It's a yeah, bit weird, yeah. really. That's yeah. sort of, no, yeah. They go into bit... more detail about the size of her tits yeah. than they do like, the actual yeah. holiday, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. It's funny when, um, when that doctor starts um, quizzing him and she says, what's his sexuality? And he says, hetero. And she, there is a distinct pause where she kind of eyes him up and goes, hmm. Like, as in like, really? Are you sure? Do you, do you want to change that? Best to be... Because doesn't she say like, oh, you should just be as honest as possible because if you're not honest, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No like, one else at that Fred Flintstone yard at the top off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah imagine it was... He, yeah, he wanted the guy from his, uh, his work. That's what his fantasy was. Um... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Arnie goes for recall. Uh, uh, yeah, and he gets sold the package, uh, and it all goes horrifically wrong. He's having a schizoid embolism, allegedly. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he starts yelling stuff, and it's all gone crazy because here's the first twist. Uh, he's actually got these memories. He's really been to Mars, and mm. for some reason, you can't give people memories of something they've had, which is a bit weird. So, well, it's I don't like really... copying over, like. So if you've been a sports hero or played sports, does that mean you can't be a sports hero in your in your fantasy? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Um, feels like a, yeah. feels like an issue there. Well, um, it's it's it's, it's, it's more evidence for the fact that it is all a dream, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of well, things yes. like that that don't make much sense, and that you think, well, okay, it's clearly a dream. 
Are you saying at this point you just are you holding Sam that the whole film is just a dream? Is as soon as he think? goes in, he gets fucked like that. Everything after that is it doesn't exist. That's what I think. Is that oh, is that what you think, yeah, Chris? Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what you think as well? Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't think ever. I've never. I, I read that and I've, th- I've thought about it, but I've never. I've always thought it was all just real. No, I've always thought I've it's never... all made up. Really? Well, as, as an adult, anyway. I don't know. As a child, I didn't. But you know, as an adult, I have done. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um. Carrying on, uh, he, he escapes uh, and he uh, gets in the Johnny Cabs. And do either of you know who the voice of Johnny Cabs is and who the facial model is? Is someone you're both very familiar with? You're both more familiar with this person than me. You're big fans of him. He's in a series, one of the many series of a thing that you really like. Star Trek? It is a Star Trek person. Is it McCoy, Kelly? yeah. No, it's Robert Picardo. Oh, uh, yeah, he does look like him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he was a nobody in, in this era. No, right? yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. It's like, it's yeah, but he's cool. asking you now, isn't he? Not in 19. Yeah, I'm saying now. Did you know? Did you notice who he was? Yeah, I didn't think you knew him then. But, um, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't saying um, cast, your, cast your mind back. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't saying when you watched it all the way back then. Did you know who this person was? I was saying like this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Did you recognise him? Because I, I never know, knew it was him. I didn't recognise no, him, but I, you now you say yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. 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 I love that idea. Um, I love the Johnny Cab. I love Johnny Cabs. Like, if that was what the uh, driverless cars were, yeah. I would totally be down with that. Like, no, Chris? you, no, you they look... Um, I love that. It's brilliant. They're stupidly I, small, aren't they? And they... I quite liked... I, just, I also love the way I, that when he refused to pay, he just screams and, like... Goes into a ball of flames, <laughs> like drives to the wall and explodes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, extreme, no, like anti-fraud measure, isn't it? Just like self-immolation. <laughs> yeah, just impale against the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, weirdly, it was. It's not ever mentioned in the film, but this film was actually uh, allegedly takes place in 2084, hmm. uh, which is an, it's an odd. Uh, I think Verhoeven said he wanted it to be very, very, very far in the future. He didn't want it to I be anywhere it. near. I wonder if the last, like, what the, the working script they went from was made in 1984, maybe, because it's a 100-year forward thing. Yeah, maybe. It's yeah, quite a phrase that, isn't it? You, like, choose a... Yeah. Obviously, number four. Yeah. Um, there's a really good fight scene here uh, where Arnie just kind of, like, uh, beats all these people up. And, it, again, it's like a very... I think... I would say, not to spoil my rating... Uh, this is probably one of the weakest Verhoeven films because hmm. it doesn't have the Verhoeven sarcasm and the kind of like the critique that is always in his films. That kind of hmm. that kind of jet black, that dark humour. It feels. I don't, think that it's, he's, I don't think it's like politically. No, uh, you know he hasn't got them themes no. up here, or like no. high level themes. No, and it's a, it's a real disappointment because I think it could have them, mm. but for some reason it doesn't, and I don't know if that's yeah the power of Arnie or the studios or whatever. It's the curse of Curse of Mars, the Curse of Mars making bad films. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, it could be. Um, but there are different moments like this fight scene, and there's this brilliant shot that I never really noticed when when he's killed all the people and there's just this shot where you've got like the kind of almost easy boxed in around him with the concrete uh, yeah. and the blood stains yeah. all around. And he just kind of stands there after he's killed all those people. And it is kind of like, it's a really good shot. And like, you, I guess you're supposed to think like he's Arnie's like, Oh my God, how did I kill all these people? But it's a bit again, cause it's Arnie. You just think, well, of course it's Arnie he can kill all those people, which is maybe where the casting of someone like uh, Swayze would have maybe worked in the against you know, Arnie just looks capable of doing that. He yeah. doesn't look like he couldn't, so... This is where the film also breaks to me, and it's in relation to this dream idea, because I do think it's all a dream, but... Yeah. I think if you're going to show and it is a dream, you can't leave Arnie's perspective of the film. And at this point, you see what yeah. Michael Ironside's doing and stuff like that, and it goes to different people. Yeah. So yeah. the problem with that is, when you then get to the bit where they go in the thing and they say, when Sharon Stone's like, oh, we're in a dream, you've got to come out. Yeah. I think you've already played your hand to prove you don't you don't really you can't puzzle it out because you've been shown yeah. it as a film rather than as a delusion. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah, should it, it should have stuck with him at least until Sharon Stone tells him that later on. The fact you mm. see Michael Ironside separately says, Well no watching a film, this is a mm. film of things happening, this isn't a dream. Or if it is a dream, yeah. you've not earned it right. So yeah. just yeah. bad filmmaking, I think. No, but... Yeah, that's true. 
And Michael Ironside's a bit of an odd character because he isn't really the baddie. He's kind of the next level baddie. And he gets quite a lot of screen time in this. And there's also quite a lot of attention paid to the fact that he is Sharon Stone's boyfriend or husband or something. And he's actually really upset with what's happened. And Mm. it's almost, are we supposed to feel sorry for him or I'm not like, being kind, unkind to Michael Ironside I know like this is like a trope of old films to cast an ugly man with like a beautiful wife but this has <laughs> got to be like this is stretching the, the realms of possibility very thin isn't it because if <laughs> if Michael Ironside was a boss maybe you could believe he'd got Sharon Stone as a wife but considering yeah. he's a nobody uh, yeah yeah but he might have got her the job and then actually then she found out that her assignment was just hanging out with Arnie for like three years yeah. so yeah. she just went along with it yeah, it's weird. And then it's even, it's a weird film anyway, because then you've got, then there's another, there's the other guy that's below Michael Ironside, who's like his like, little assistant. He creeps me out, he does. The geeky one, yeah. He's and weird. it's like, it's it's a weird level of, of, of like Henchman. villain that doesn't, yeah. yeah, that doesn't really seem to be need to be in there. But um, yeah, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, the basic plot is that Arnie's now on the run. Richter and his men are after him. Uh, as Chris said, the uh, X-ray machine fails to do any good and just the alarm goes off and he jumps through it um and then there is possibly one of the most like gratuitous human shield scenes in any (laughs) film like like i didn't remember how long he 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 grabs a guy and he, he uses the guy like for so long like and i think this is again maybe one of the like the actual moments of Verhoeven. He uses the guy, he uses him, uses him, uses him, uses him. Then he throws the dead body at someone. (laughs) And then there's final, the final shot is the people like marching over the body, like over the corpse, (laughs) like to kind of trampling him in. And again, it's like, I think little flashes like that are great, but I think it makes it even more disappointing that, the film fails to have that biting satire. Do you feel what yeah, you reckon? It doesn't gel, does it? No. It's just too gratuitous, I think, for yeah. the story that's trying to tell. It's just Definitely. It's yeah. just it's just a bum note. And I think it can it happens quite a few with some Verhoeven films, it does happen. Um it's just, yeah. you seem you seem to get away with it on other films though. Yeah. Well I think like Alex is saying, it works like in Starship Troopers because it is that And Robocop. And and Robocop because it's got that level of satire and yeah. and and Yeah. You know, it's playing up for the effect of like showing how ridiculous it is, isn't it? Whereas here mm. it's just he just looks like a bit of a perv when it comes to shooting people, doesn't he? Like, you know. Yeah. 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 It was a, initially it was given an X, but uh, it got cut down to be uh, a whatever their t- an R, I guess, whatever their top one was at the time. Um, you know what's yeah. weird though in my mind of like films you watch too young as a kid this isn't the worst by far but watching it back it is disgusting isn't it but oh yeah yeah. I always thought Terminator was a much more violent film but it isn't at all is it I don't know no no weird. I think this is probably more violent yeah, yeah. more disgusting yeah um, talking of disgusting uh, Arnie uh, gets to a cement factory uh, and he has a big he gets his case that the old woman tries to nick off him for some reason that's, <laughs> that's really funny weird. That's a really weird scene. Um, anyway, and on the screen is him. Uh, it's not him. It's Hauser, which is the old him, who explains to Arnie that his memory's been wiped. Uh, he Arnie has got all the information of the Mars, the uh, rebellion, and he needs to go to the Mars rebellion and, and tell them all the stuff because that will free them from all that. I mean, it's plot, plot, plot. Uh, and he pulls. He has to pull the bug out of his oh. head, which is... I mean, that's another great, like, uh, disgusting, disgusting yeah. but great scene. I don't think I've ever seen um, that. I think I all, I've always looked away. I looked away again. I don't think I've ever really? seen it. Again, it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's just too big. Wow. It is way too big, isn't it? I mean, how does his face... I mean, it's like out of here, isn't it? It's just insane. Mm. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's funny, though. Uh, and we get the classic line. I mean, there's a lot of good classic Arnie lines in this, but we get the classic get your ass to Mars uh, line. Uh, and that segues into my Mars quiz uh, that I've got for you. So I've got some questions on Mars. Let's see how you go. So uh, I think we'll go with the closest guess. Uh, so this is from NASA. So, you know, don't have, <laughs> don't have a go at me. What, they wrote the quiz for us? Yeah, they wrote oh, the quiz brilliant. for us. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, so Mars, the average distance from the sun in million miles. Uh, Sam. Well, no, we'll go Chris first. Thanks. What do you reckon? <laughs> I don't know. Um... So the average average distance from the sun in million miles. 100? 100 million miles. Cool. Yeah. Sam? 300. 
It's 142. So I'm going to give that to Chris. There you go. Right. Good so, guess, though, Sam. I would have thought yeah, more yeah. like that, actually. The average speed in orbiting the sun in miles per second. Chris average again. Speed what, Mars? Mars is average Angular speed in orbiting speed. the sun. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's a hard one, isn't it? Well, you could do it, and you could do it, couldn't you? If you knew the, we now know the, we know r, pi r squared, and it this takes, is this is why Chris it, goes first. <laughs> it takes a year. I'm thinking like faster than a car. <laughs> Fast, Different ways of coming at the same problem. <laughs> yeah. Take a uh, punt. How many miles? I'd probably per say something like ten thousand. No, go that's on, no I'm, a I'm thousand. Three hundred again. Oh. It's fourteen point five miles per miles second. Miles per second. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so, not fast. Oh, hang on. Miles yeah. a second. That's pretty fast. Miles per second. Pretty, pretty fast. fast yeah. yeah. So who gets that? Or did you say Chris? Uh, me. I get no, it. No, you got oh, it. Got Sam it. gets that. Right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it's diameter in miles, Chris. Diameter. It's Mars's diameter. Big, big. Um, <laughs> big, yeah. Big, but not as big as some other ones. 5,000? 5,000 5, miles, yep. Yeah. Sam? Um, it's smaller than Earth, isn't it? I'm going to say 4,200. 4,220. Wow. <laughs> well done, Sam. I thought Chris's was a good guess, so yeah. Uh, the uh, length of a year in Earth days, Chris. Um, four hundred. Sam, four hundred ten. Six hundred eighty-seven. I think that was a bit of a bitch move, Sam. That, no, that I was. was I was going to say four hundred. That's why I did four hundred ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to give you that point. I feel oh. like you're, it was an unjust play again. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make you go first now, Sam. Okay, length, length of a day in hours and minutes. 29 hours. Yeah. Mm. Chris? 26 hours. It's 24 hours and 37 minutes, so Chris gets that one. Uh, and so you could we'll go... get into a situation where like, we have some, like, if we ever go to Mars, it will just be slightly off, won't it? Like Mars time yeah. will be just slightly different. I know he's got loads more days, yeah. isn't it, though? So. Yeah, but yeah. Be yeah that's that's why in the Martian they call it Sol, don't they, instead of... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, average temperature in degrees Fahrenheit. Chris? Um, minus 100. Sam? Uh, oh, Fahrenheit. I don't know Fahrenheit. Oh, is it, was it, did you say Fahrenheit? Yeah, yeah, degrees Fahrenheit. Degrees F. Because isn't... Is it like American, zero it? Fahrenheit, like way below zero Celsius? I don't know. No, zero's the same, I think. I don't know. Minus 10. It's minus 81 degrees Fahrenheit, so Chris gets that. that. Yeah. Well done, Chris. Uh, do you want a bonus point, Chris? What are the, what are the moons called? Um, Phobos. Oh. Phobos and Deimos. Well done. Oh, okay. Well, Chris still wins because you got one there, Sam. But well done, Sam. Uh, and according to NASA... Hang on, why did you is... get a bonus point? I didn't get a bonus point. Well, no, you got one. Oh, right. But the, the, the current score is four to Chris and three to Sam. Oh, right. Um, this is, I'm just saying this out loud because I'd like to know Chris's uh, opinion. Right. According to NASA, Chris, when was the first truly successful Mars mission? Uh, Viking one. They yeah. say Mariner four flyby in nineteen sixty five. Nineteen sixty five. That wasn't a lander though, was it? It just passed. Yeah, it. it's a, I just I thought it was weird how like when you go on their site and it's a thing for kids and stuff, but like yeah. they've got like oh people did this and this and this, but this is what we call the first truly successful. There's been loads of failures with Mars. Mars is like uh, quite cursed. Oh, like the films are. Mm. Yeah. Well. And um, back on. Yeah, go on. Sorry, before we go back to Mars, can I just say another space thing? Have you heard about a black hole, a big black hole? No. There's a black hole out there that's so big, it's eating the equivalent of, like, a sun every day. Oh, God. Where, where is bigger it? Bigger and bigger. Oh, it's a while away. Don't worry about it. Oh, but okay. Phew. It's so... Um, Bloody hell. It is, the black hole is 34 billion times the mass of our own sun. And it's eating wow. another sun every single day. Oh, God. Shit. 
Oh, well. Um, but we are seeing it at a time when the universe was only 1.2 billion years old, less than 10% of its current age. So that was a long yeah. time ago. So now, for all we know, we might be like dead right now. I think that well, work. all we know, it could be like right there next to us, like massive. Mm. Yeah. Back together. Yeah. Oh, God. That was depressing. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Um, uh, meanwhile, back on Mars, uh, a big fat woman turns up at Mars Immigration. <laughs> brilliant. Um, and I love this effect. I think it's a brilliant effect, but it's a really terrible weird... effect. Oh, I love the effect. The effect's I love that. Do you mean the splitting bit? Yeah, the splitting bit. It's okay, no, yeah, except for the iron underneath see, it. Yeah, if you, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, weird. Okay, oh, I quite like it. And why it's so stupid how it went mechanically goes out? It's like the worst way you would design that. It's a very weird spy thing, isn't it? Because what is the point of it? Because it goes, it can only say, uh, what's it? She says two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. It can only <laughs> say one thing. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to work very well, does it? Why has he got this as a, a gadget? Also, they should have, you know. they're missing the trick, but they should have shown the shot when, when Arnie opens up that briefcase and there's two mm. things in there, a drill to go up his nose and like a fat suit. <laughs> Why don't they show us that bit? And he's going like, what the fuck am I looking yeah. at? <laughs> no, it's a bit odd. Uh, another... Also, right, why don't they have... If they've got a fucking, we can see your skeleton going onto the tube. Why yeah. don't they have one when you're going to Mars? <laughs> Mars, no, it's getting on a, a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit like yeah. because they just say, "Oh, that's Arnie in a fat suit." Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the actress, uh, the character. Sorry, if you look at the passport, it says Priscilla Allen, which is the real name of the actress. However. <laughs> On IMDb, they were like, "What's a fat woman called?" Oh, it doesn't matter. Just, just put her name on there. It, it gets worse, Chris, because on IMDb, if you look at the full credits, she's just credited as fat lady. So despite, it's not despite even having her own name. Despite it's, you know, actually, there's evidence that she has a name as a character. They've just called her fat lady. Yeah, so it's, it, it's kind of a no triple cast. They're too yeah. busy thinking about Sharon Stone, and they'd go, "Where's the fat one?" Yeah. yeah. What should we? What should we call? They probably just told us to bring our own passport in. Just bring your passport, love. We'll be fine. We're going to stamp it with a load of Mars shit. Is yeah. that all right? Well, I'm not too sure. Oh, it doesn't matter. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. So it all goes wrong, and uh, yeah, there's a crazy effect, and uh, it's funny how near that Richter is when Arnie's freaking out. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like the space... And all the guards are there, like, pointing guns at him. Yeah, it's very, very near. I thought he was miles away, but he's literally, like, 20 steps behind him. It takes him ages to go, like... He goes, Quay, doesn't he? But she's there freaking out for absolutely ages. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Because surely, like, I was... That's the thing you get straight away, or not at all, isn't it? You either think (laughs) she's having a stroke, or you think, wait a minute... (laughs) I've, se- I've seen that fat suit before. That's clearly quite. <laughs> yeah, we provide them. We sent him. I one mean, it's equivalent of case. like a James Bond gadget, but in the future. So, yeah, you might not have crap. seen that before. No, I, I, yeah, uh, it, it explodes anyway. And uh, anyway, he gets a. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on a second, hang on a second. Here's a plot point, though. If all that stuff has come from Evil Quaid, who works the same company as Michael Ironside, yeah. why aren't they completely aware of everything he's got to do? Yeah. Oh, no, because Richter isn't in on the plan. Cohagen and Hauser made the plan together. Richter was cut out of the plan. You think they'd um, use the same geek guy, though, because he's like Q. But you're right, he? yeah. If it's their tech, why has Richter never yeah. seen one? They could yeah. have saved themselves a lot of hassle, though, by making this plan a lot easier, couldn't they? Like, that is overcomplicated. Yeah. It's extremely repeatedly. complicated, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Arnie gets a cab with Benny, Benny in it, uh, and uh, yeah, we see we kind of on Mars. We see that there's rebels, and they want more money, more freedom, more air. Uh, give them air. Um, <laughs> um, and yes, as we as we mentioned at the top, Arnie heads off to the last resort, where the thing that most most men who watch this film, well, or, or teenage boys who watch this film, will remember. This is the part with the three titties. Um, yeah. And interestingly, uh, someone who was attached to this film was David Cronenberg. Mm. He was supposed to direct it. Uh, mm. He wrote 12 drafts of the script, and his version was a lot more like the Philip K. Dick's version. Mm. Uh, but the stuff, some of the stuff that remained was a lot of the Martian stuff, the community, yeah. and Quartu. A lot of that was from David Cronenberg's... You can tell. 
kind of treatments of it. Yeah, it mm. kind of has got a Cronenberg-esque. Ooh, I don't like all that stuff. mutant stuff. No. no. I don't like the you look don't of like it. all that. No, it's no. horrible. All the, when they're doing the mind reading and like, mm. predict your future, that kind of thing. You don't it like doesn't look that. nice, is it? No, it's mm. pretty horrible. But it kind and of... also, it just looks like plastic. They're yeah. not great. They're not great effects, I would say. A lot of them don't look brilliant. It's another thing where Blu-ray ruins it again because the colour grains all up, isn't it? Like it doesn't match the makeup, mm. doesn't match the prosthetic at all, mm. which probably didn't matter no. in a crap version of it. But no, it's true. Mm. Um, Arnie meets Melina, which is the woman of his dreams, and this is where we kind of like yeah, they get the plot that uh, she says, "Oh, you were just using me because I uh, to get information about Mars," and he's like, "No, I'm not. I'm, I'm actually just gotta go and now. check the oven. Hold on, sorry, on, no. uh, I'm just doing a." Just did a plot anyway. Um, and he says, yeah, oh, no, I'm not. And, and she kind of believes him. And she weirdly gets angry about him having a fake wife. Yeah. Uh, like, really angry. In a kind of kind of sexist, like, oh, well, she's a woman. Of course she's going to get angry about a fake wife that he's had no control over having because he was had his mind wiped. It's, like By this point in the film, they've just tied themselves in knots, haven't they, really? You can tell it's been through bit. loads of drafts because it's just so... You've got motivations for characters, but they're not really mesh together, do they? Or tie up, and you've got locations and stuff, but like, I'm back. you know, there's no real. Yeah, I don't know. No, it, it's kind of hoping that you're not going to not pay attention too much. much. Yeah, yeah. Like you've just yeah. seen, you've just seen one with three boobs. Ignore the plot. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Stop asking questions. Yeah. Look at the enjoy boobs. the ride. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get to. I think it's one of my favourite scenes when uh, Doctor Edgemar turns up in the hotel. Mm. with Sharon Stone and he basically totally does this big psychological thing of saying it is all a dream I've just been sent into your head as a kind of like defense mechanism and you know and he does that great line where he's like what's more realistic that you're just a construction worker strapped to a chair in a fantasy or that you're actually a secret agent and it kind of like it is quite a nice moment in the film. I yeah. don't know if many other films would have this kind of pause to have something so psychological. It's good. We do this in Star Trek a few times, actually, like in yeah. the holodeck, like yeah. things like, well, just shoot yourself in the head and then we can end the program. Type yeah. Thing. yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of, yeah. It's good. Cause it like, it preempts smart asses like me who, who go, they go, it's all a dream. It's all a dream. And yeah. then they go, well, actually we know it's all a dream. Here's us calling you out on that. And yeah, they ruin it from here on we're in though like again it, it doesn't work but like this in isolation is a really good idea to like say we see, yeah. we, we see you we know that you've worked us out so haha look here's another twist yeah. it's a good thing yeah I mean in hindsight as you say to keep it more ambiguous someone someone else maybe should have burst in and shot the doctor so that it wasn't Arnie like maybe you shouldn't have had the whole sweat bit and he's like oh it's not really it's, I, you know, I think why would you just... sweat if they just didn't double down on all those twists at the end with like the old Arnie and all those double crossing bits mm. and just had a more straightforward film, this bit middle yeah. bit would work a lot better. And they ruin it by trying yeah. to be too clever at the end. So I think, yeah, yeah, yeah true. Um, anyway, he does shoot Dr. Edgemire, uh, and then he has a nice, there's a big fight between, uh, uh, stone and, uh, Sharon stone and, uh, uh, Melina, which is good that I read that they said they were very aware they didn't want to have a cat fight. Yeah. You know, they wanted to just have a proper fight, two people fighting, which, which it is. I it's think, good. Yeah, and it is that. I think it's kind of credit there. It's not a very, you know, it's not, it's a bit of a sexist film, but at least they've kind of they've got ticked one box. Mm. Um, um, and Benny gets them, there's a crazy kind of, uh, crazy uh a chase it's lots of product placement it's weird i think i've read somewhere that it's like it's coca-cola on earth and then it's pepsi, pepsi, on, pepsi mars. On, mars. on mars which is really weird like yeah anyway um anyway and then luckily well or not luckily arnie finally meets kuatu uh <laughs> and kuatu is this kind of weird mutant thing in this bloke's stomach uh it took 15 puppeteers to control him what? Um, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Um, is, is the and, you know when they're doing it? Is the the real bloke isn't a bloke anymore? Is it? it's a puppet? Yeah, that's a puppet too. Yeah, but yeah. What, couldn't they have done it so that you just had the real bloke? With... Yeah, the way it looks, it's like you could have done it quite simply. I think. Yeah, I think they just had too much money and they just went like proper crazy with it, didn't they? It just looks it's shit. all Rob um, Rob Bottin. Uh, mm. Yeah. It said it, Rob Bottin, uh, it was allegedly Rob Bottin made the Quartu puppet look so real, he was approached by two people on the street asking if the guy was a real freak. 
That's a or lie. Possibly a, a semi-born Siamese twin. That's a lie. Yeah, I don't think that that's didn't true. Um. <laughs> also, again, if this was a dream, at this point, I'd be like, look, I don't want to look at this. Let me out. This is disgusting. <laughs> No secret agent plot is worse than this. No, no, it's not a fun dream. You're right. No, it's not fun. You're right. No. It isn't. Uh, it isn't fun. Man with um, b- a human in, on belly. That I'm push the eject button. <laughs> shoot myself in the head. Turn the bloody machine off. <laughs> um, and he has some flashes of this pyramid and the four fingered hand. And uh, there's a whole yeah, game going. Open your mind, Mister Quaid. <laughs> used to, we used to say that quite a lot at school for some reason. I don't know why it became like a bit of a catchphrase <laughs> at my school. Um, uh, anyway, but yeah, he has this thing, uh, and they escape. There's a big gun battle. Everyone's killed, and then it turns out, first of the many end twists, that Benny is in fact uh, a traitor, and kind of weirdly a traitor. Like, does he need to be a traitor? Like, hang on, sorry, can we just skip back yeah. a second? You know, Clartu's vision. He shows Quaid. <laughs> oh, yes, Quaid. Yeah. What? How? How has he got? You see, like them walking, like the, the suits walking around the old factory, don't you? Looking at it and going, like, oh, this is all yeah. turned off and it makes air. Well, yeah. Where's that come from? Who saw in Hauser's, Hauser? It's Hauser's mind, isn't it? So Hauser was there with them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. I didn't get that. Because Hauser's been I, I around the facility. I thought the little Clartu dude had seen it, and I thought, well, surely someone would notice this like weird, freaky stomach guy walking around <laughs> behind him. But now that makes sense. Now, thank you. Yeah. No, it's Hauser's. That's the information that is in Hauser's head that no, helps. He's not them. using his memory. He's using like a telepathic. Yeah, he's digging. Yeah, he's kind of uncovering. Otherwise, stuff. he would just be remembering. Yeah. Yes. True. Um, yeah, Benny's Benny's a, uh, a baddie as well. And it's quite like I do quite I do quite like the twist with him where he's had that kind of quite a bit racist kind of I've got five kids to feed like he's this kind of a bit of a stereotypical character and then he basically in the end he's like oh I'm I'm not even married like, it was all just a lie like <laughs> yeah. it's quite a good little uh, you know little he's annoying isn't he little, he's a very annoying character yeah um, and he's got his weird like big like his big weird mutant arm oh as yeah well. yeah. I mean, like I, said, like, I do feel at this point, yeah, they just had so much money. They're just like, oh, give him an arm, like, give him <laughs> a face thing, give him something, give that woman this. Like, it's kind of, as we said, it's kind of a lot of weird stuff and crazy actions happening. It almost to distract you from the fact that the plot has got so out of hand um, that it's kind of confusing, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it gets more confusing because the real big twist is that uh, Arnie was never a goodie. It was all just a giant setup between Hauser and Cohagen uh, to kill all the mutants, and um, it was all just rubbish. And, uh, yeah, and then we kind of barrel into this huge fight scene um, where Benny gets killed uh, with a giant drill, uh, and then they get to the pyramid, and uh, Richter gets his arm slammed off in a lift, which is pretty gross, but kind of funny. Um, and then in the very end, uh, Arnie turns on the machine and there's quite a long while where Cohagen just goes, no, you're going to kill everyone. And he, he gets quite convincing, doesn't he? Yeah. Don't you think he's really like, no, seriously, no, you're, they're all going to die. It's not going to work. That machine doesn't work. Um, but I, it does I really work. like the, um, like the map painting of the, of the, you know, the power station. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is I good. like how that looks. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, the, the set. Picture, there are a lot of quite good sets, aren't there, and stuff. Yeah. I Although I think say. they make too much of you know the hologram he's got, and mm. he uses that for this oh, fight. Yeah. And about eighteen yeah. times it tricks people. You're like, okay. And also, someone pointed out that the bit when he puts the hologram down and all the people shoot, they'd have all shot each other mm. because they're shooting through nothing. But they don't yeah. shoot. They don't shoot each other, do they? They just yeah. all miss. Like, yeah, yeah. I think it's the first time anyone's ever seen a hologram on, on screen, which is why they use it 15. Actually, Red Dwarf would have been out two years at this point, so that's that's not true, no. No, it's weird. It, yeah, I mean, it's not a great effect, really, is it, either? Uh, it's just like, they, once maybe, but like, just, they're just, it's as though, like, the film's called, like, Hologram Recall or something. It's the main star for, like, it's they just. They keep, odd. like, sticking on extra things, don't they? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just not, not just memory, good. then we're talking about Mars, then we're talking about aliens, then we're talking about... Mm. Yeah, no, it, it escalates and escalates, and yeah, I mean, it really... There's just... The end of it, I was like, oh, it's a bit like the end of June, really, isn't it, the end? 
because I guess it, like, yeah, like a stupid Deus Ex Machina that like yeah, <laughs> a big machine that yeah. just was. I mean, yeah, obviously that's just someone, but like a big machine, and then everyone suddenly you've got all these clear skies, and you know yeah. everyone's happy, and it's all kind of uh, yeah. As you say, the very very end is them standing there, very much like they're standing in the very beginning dream, and um, yeah, as you say, it's kind of open. Did you? It is open to thinking maybe it was all just a dream. I mean, do you think it was? You still think it was all just a dream, you guys? I, I massively do, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just think it's... I don't know what it is. It's... It could... I think it's more a dream than reality, just because how, like, unbelievable yeah, people it is. are. It gets, yeah, and the characters are. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you know that there was a television series called Total Recall 2070? Yeah. Uh, went into production in 1999. It was meant to be a sequel. I tried to download um, it. Yeah, two-hour series pilot released on VHS and DVD. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, obviously, there was this, the remake as well. well. Did you hear about the sequel, though? Did you read about that? That, that Minority Report, which we're going to watch next, Yes, was originally Total Recall 2, originally had Arnie yes. in it, and was originally directed by Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds pretty crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it was, mental. And the, but it almost weirdly makes sense, because they said, didn't they, that the Mars Martians were the precogs. Yeah. Which they kind of set up. Like, you can kind of see how that would work. I wonder why it didn't happen. I guess it just fell through. There's too many ideas on top of each other, isn't it? It's just... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, also, stick like... Time, stick time travel on there as well, then. Like, <laughs> it's just mental. If you think as well, every Arnie film we watch has got loads of anecdotes of this sort of do next with him. There was just so much demand for him, wasn't there? He can only do yeah. so many films, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he's doing like he's doing like little like catchphrases from one film in another film, and like mm. oh yeah, I forgot just, screw you in this, which is not new, is it? I mean, no. even in like Twins and things, he's saying catchphrases from like yeah, Terminator and no, stuff it, like it, that. No, there were quite. I wrote them all down, but there's a quite a lot of one of of little. Consider this a divorce, and uh, mm. there's a lot of throwaway one liners. This is uh, this is one of the ones though, like where you're right, it doesn't work or fit, does it? The character at all. No. You know, no. there's some films you watch where you get it and it makes sense, you know, like stick around and stuff, but in this one, it just does not suit the guy, guy at all. No, and I'm, I think it is entertaining. I mean, overall, I think uh, I think Total Recall is very entertaining and it's enjoyable, but it is a bit of a mess. And, it, and when you start reading into how long it was around, how many people had their hands in it, all this stuff, you can kind of see it could have been a lot worse than it turned out, I guess. But I think... Um, it's uh, I mean, I think it's kind of not the best Verhoeven. It's probably not the best Arnie. Definitely not. Um, what are your main? What are your seeing it again? What are your kind of overall thoughts, Chris? Do you reckon? What's your main? I just don't think it's as. Um, I like Arnie though. I do like Arnie, but I just don't think it's. It is the poorest Verhoeven. Mm. One of these type things. Yeah, it's, definitely. He, I, you know. It doesn't look good. The story's all over the place. I don't really care about the characters. No. No, I mean, they definitely undo you caring about the character by yeah. making him a villain anyway. So yeah. kind of what little give a shit you've had, you're suddenly like, oh, but hold on, he was a villain all along. And the whole alien thing at the end, it's kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Sam, what were your overall... Um. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Like, I like the look of it, and I like this era of filmmaking, and I like Verhoeven. But like I said, with the thing with the the perspective being wrong, the way my mind works, I can't help but as soon as they they ruin that whole, like... As soon as you can't believe the idea it's a dream anymore, and you can't mm. believe the alternative, all, yeah. I can, all I can see is the scripts and the gaps and the problems with it. It doesn't work, it's not coherent. Yeah. I like a film that, like Back to Future last week... You, you haven't got time to think about how it's built because you're enjoying it yeah. too much. Whereas this is mm. all just like gaps in logic and yeah. character motivations don't really make sense and twists for the sake of twists. So it just kind of collapses yeah. under itself. And mm. like like that finale, like I love the look of it and all that sort of stuff. But by that point, you just don't care, do you? Like you just like, you just want no. to see the end. Like you're so... Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of just undone. It does, yeah, no, I agree. It does undo mm. itself. I mean, yeah. So you, what do you think? Were you always were you no, more into it before, or were you always a bit lukewarm on it? I think I've always liked it and enjoyed it, and thought it was fun. 
But I do really, this time I really was holding it up against Robocop and yeah. Starship Troopers. And I was like, no, hold on here. As an Arn, I think if you look at it as a purely Arnie film, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. But if you look at it as a Verhoeven film, it's definitely the weakest. Yeah. And like you say, all the things that are true kind of Verhoeven motifs or themes, they, they don't come out well here. They just come out as sick and a bit gratuitous and a yeah. bit weird. Yeah. They don't work because you don't have that kind of humour, that dark social yeah. comment which maybe can't have maybe they just couldn't put it in there or maybe they didn't want to put it in there maybe he didn't want i don't know what it was but it's, it definitely falls apart i, I think, think it's still fun but yeah i think like what we said that's tough like how like bits of it are memed and like you know you see you know yeah. scenes from it a lot i think that's what it is for me like the idea of total recall is something i remember a lot more fondly than the film itself yeah. like yeah. If, you, if you ask me to think about it i think oh total recall yeah, yeah you know the tits, the exploding head, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But when you actually get past that and watch the rest of it, there's not much there other than... You know, it's a bunch of set pieces, isn't it, really, yeah. rather than a yeah. film? Yeah. 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 Yes. Well, with all that in mind, where is it going to go? I mean, uh, Robocop is sitting at number eight at the moment on our list, and Starship Troopers is not that far behind, number 15. Um, do we have any other Verhoeven on there? I don't think we do. That's everything, isn't it, I think? Yeah, so I mean, I think this is a lot lower than those two. Yes. But I mean, how low? Because it isn't a bad film. Um, it reminds me a lot of Demolition Man. <laughs> I think it's. I think Demolition Man's better actually. I, I think Demolition Man is better. Yeah. Well, Demolition Man's at fifty-four. So I, I uh, think ninety as a ninety, which is below Rocketeer, <laughs> above Interstellar. Mm, I don't know. Oh. But I mean, I could be persuaded. I mean, like, basically, below June is where I thought, like, yeah, it was it, worse than that somewhere down. Weirdly, that. weirdly, it is actually less coherent than June, really, when you really think about it. No, I'm all right with ninety. So above Interstellar or below Interstellar? Chris, do you care about Interstellar? Really yeah, I do. Yeah, I put it below. So below Interstellar. Yeah. Ninety-one. Okay. Well, there you 91. go. Cool. Total Recall at 91. Um, I mean, yeah, it's good fun. I mean, where's this, where's this remake going to go? Oh, my God. That, that <laughs> film is so ridiculous. I mean, it... Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. That, the, the remake makes this look like a work of art. He doesn't even go to Mars, does he, in the remake? No, no. no. That's, that's it, it, they've got that stupid... stupid haven't they got that stupid thing through the middle of the Earth? Yeah. It's yeah. like a climate crisis thing, isn't they going on yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be a long while. Who is that? Is that Colin Farrell? Yeah. That, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, oh, and uh, what's her face? Kate Beckinsale, I think. Mm. And someone else is in it. Some other quite famous woman's in it as well. Uh, yeah. Well, the, uh, as I said at the top, it's uh, we link to the next film. As Sam, spoilers, has already said, Sorry. our next film is going to be uh, Minority Report. However... Sam, weren't we going to do Flatliners because of What's It Dying? Well, then I will leave you to find a link between Minority Court <laughs> and Flatliners, and that will be the week after. And you All can right, you could do your homework, come back to us at the end of the next episode with how you've linked okay. those two films together. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, uh, I'll try. Who, who died? Well, Losing um, track. Who, who's dead? Uh, what's his Keith face? Sutherland? No, he's not going to No, it. Batman guy. Batman returns. Um, oh, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher died, yeah. yeah. But anyway, no, enough of that. We're doing Minority Report uh, and next time, which will probably be, I think, Chris hosting. Um, yep. So that'll be good. So yes, the uh, the sequel, as it never was, to Total Recall. Uh, is there any other communications, any other news, Sam? No, nothing really going on, just... Keep downloading, tell your friends, rate us on iTunes, yeah. leave us a Sometimes review. Any uh, suggestions? Yeah, suggest yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Sorry that we were away for Unless so long. Unless it's like, fuck off and stop doing this. Oh, uh, and I'm <laughs> sorry for eating nougat, because we got, I got a record-breaking two complaints about uh, you eating, Chris, on one of the recent episodes. <laughs> okay. I got what? a complaint through a, a method I didn't even know he'd got, some contact form I didn't know existed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, just saying, like, wow. basically, don't eat 
And I wasn't sure what it was, and I thought, oh, it's a reference. I forgot you'd been eating. It's obviously a reference to you eating, so, yeah. Oh, what? Okay. But I've ruined it by eating a new guy on this one, so fuck you, we'll, well eat what we like. <laughs> and this new, yeah, and this new guy want to sponsor us. Thanks and then for your feedback, though. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay, well, all I can say then is it's goodbye <laughs> from me. Um, so goodbye. Uh, it's goodbye from See Chris ya. over there. See ya. And goodbye from Sam. I was going to take a chunk of nougat, but I can't because it's yeah. <laughs> so, Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.